Welcome back to your therapy tools. Have you been involved in a recent breakup? Or are you feeling like it's time to go ahead and break up with somebody? Breakups are not easy. Like the song says, they're hard to do. Um, If you know that your relationship is not working anymore and you know that you need to break up with that person, but you're afraid, you're afraid of hurting them, you're afraid of what if you make a mistake, what if you break up with this person only to find later on that that was your person and you made a mistake. There are so many questions and so much unsurety, if that's a word, that goes on in your head when your relationship is not ideal. Obviously, if you're with somebody who's narcissistic, who refuses to hear you when you try to talk about your feelings, or who deflects and becomes angry and defensive and resentful when you ask a simple question, obviously you know that you're never going to be able to communicate with this person. You know that this person does not respect your boundaries or care how you feel. So you know in your heart that it's already over. And you may have some fears or um, apprehension in terms of ending the relationship. A lot of people don't want to be the one to end the relationship because then you're the bad guy, right? You're you're the uh, person who broke somebody's heart. And the other person can say it was all you and not them. And of course, nobody wants to be the villain in a situation, right? So sometimes people will hold off on ending the relationship and instead they will use tactics such as provoking arguments. Um, They'll use other tactics such as withholding affection instead of just being adult enough or having maybe not even having the skills but needing the skills to look at the other person and the relationship logically and say, you know, this isn't working. I really don't feel like either one of us are happy here. So let's um, part ways. And um, I wish you the best. A lot of people don't have that tool set. So today I want to focus on helping you, giving you some ideas on having those tools and how to use them. And, you know, warning, trigger warning, 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 warning. It does not feel good. It is extremely uncomfortable. It's heartbreaking. It's horrible. It's your worst nightmare. It's not something that you want to do. And I'm sure that many of you listening have had breakups before. You've been dumped by somebody and it hurt really bad. It messes with your self-esteem. It destroys your confidence. Maybe even destroys your trust in other people for a while. And it makes you question love. It's, it's important to understand that love does not hurt people. 
People hurt people. Love is beautiful. Trust is a beautiful thing. Love is a beautiful thing. It's people and the mistakes that they make and the choices that they make that end up hurting other people. So, number one, let that sink into your brain. It's not love that hurts people. It's people and their actions, their choices, their behaviors, their words. So, if you're in an abusive relationship, it is difficult to break up and run away. You may have people saying, why are you staying with this person? What's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. You were duped. You were fooled. And now you have to make your great escape. So, number one, develop a good safety plan. Talk to a trusted support person, a relative, a friend, um, a, a shelter even. Set up your safety plan. Start putting money away where your significant other will not know about it. It's time to keep secrets. Start planning how and when you will leave and be sure that your safety and if you have children their safety is your number one priority and then when it's time to make the move make sure your support system is is on board and everybody knows when and where this will be happening so that you can have the support that you need if you're not in an abusive situation oh let me add to the safety plan your social security card, your bank account, if you have one, your birth certificate, all of your important paperwork needs to be put with a safe person or in a safety deposit box. Um, an abusive person will take your personal information. They will steal your identity and get credit cards. They will use your social security number to try to track you down Make sure you have all of that important paperwork in one file in a safety deposit box or with a safe person who you trust prior to your escape. Okay, so moving on. If you're not in an abusive relationship, if you're just in a relationship that has fizzled out and the two of you harbor resentments, Remember, resentment kills relationships. The more resentment that has been allowed to build up, the worse it's going to get. And it will not, you will not be able to really heal the relationship and forgive each other because you've turned into two different people who have a history of disappointing each other or hurting each other or betraying each other. And you're at a point now where you're comfortable in your, dis in your discomfort. You're comfortable. Um, you know what to expect from this person, which is not much. But you're comfortable in your discomfort, so you just kind of stay. But in doing so, you're cheating yourself of happiness. You're sacrificing yourself. You're sacrificing your youth. You're sacrificing the inner child that wants to go have fun, that wants to be loved. You're sacrificing a lot just to be comfortable in your own discomfort. 
think of it as um, maybe you've wet your pants, you know, and at first it's warm and comfortable, so you just kind of stay there. (laughs) But eventually you start to feel cold and gross. It's kind of like a a bad relationship, right? So are you going to change your pants or just stay there because this is what you're used to? If this is what you're used to, your self-esteem is gone and you have taken part in flushing it down the toilet. So it's important to be the best version of you and overcome those obstacles that have held you back and find your smile. It's important that you work on increasing your self-esteem, work on building your own confidence back up, and stop looking for outside sources to base your self-worth on. It's time that you look in the mirror and love and respect who you are for who you are and don't take other people's opinions to heart. You can accept a compliment, but don't let that compliment let you base your value based on the compliment. When somebody compliments you, just simply say thank you. But don't be prone to flattery, because when you're prone to flattery and somebody says, oh, wow, you're really smart, you did a good job on that, and you get all crazy like a little schoolgirl, and you're like, oh, thank you, oh. They, they have just learned how to manipulate you. So just simply say thank you. Tell yourself it feels good to be recognized, and then leave it at that. Don't read into it. Don't put too much emphasis on it. So definitely listen to my other episodes on self-esteem. I'm going to have some um, guided meditations to help with self-esteem as well as other issues that you can put on your headphones and listen to. So here we are. You need to break up with somebody. How do you do it? Well, You can act like an adolescent and start a fight. You can withhold affection. You can lie to the person's face and say, no, nothing's wrong. I love you. Everything's great. And then you can continue being a cold-hearted, lying, manipulative piece of garbage, which there's no respect in that. There's no self-respect. There's no integrity in that. So it's important that you do the right thing. Set yourself free. Set the other person free. No matter how much you dislike the person at this point, no matter how much resentment has built up, you once loved that person, and therefore there is something good about them. Unless they're a super abusive person who had a mask on the whole time. That's different. Those people aren't capable of love, so you don't need to feel any remorse in saying, goodbye, I'm not happy, see you later. So, with a regular breakup, you have to assess, is this relationship supportive and uplifting for me? Does this person support my hopes and dreams? Does this person respect my boundaries? Do I feel free to speak with this person about how I'm feeling without feeling a threat of the relationship ending. 
is this person a person who shows love and is a good listener? Does this person fit my criteria of what the perfect partner would be like? So it's important that you write out a list of the traits and qualities that you want in a partner that would make you feel fulfilled and happy. And go through that list and ask yourself, does my current partner fit fit the bill, basically? If the current partner has a few of those good traits, cool, cool. But if they don't have all of them, then you're settling and you're selling yourself short. And you have to remember, you can't change that person. Sometimes people love you so much that it makes them want to be a better person and they change on their own. But if if they don't love you that much, um, they're not going to want to change who they are to suit your needs. And it's kind of unfair. It's like asking a tiger to become a monkey. It's, it's just not going to work. So a little radical acceptance of people, who they are, they are who they are, I accept it, and don't look at them for their potential, don't look at them for the few traits they have that you love, and you think, well, I'll just train him or her, no, 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 this person is who they are, when you met them, this person is who they are, people can compromise, but you can't try to force somebody to make changes in their personality, in their beliefs, when you met them and they were who they were. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to you to place expectations like that on another human being because you're only setting yourself up for failure and a letdown. So look at your list. Does this person meet your criteria? If the answer is no and you have been unhappy for a long time, it's time to make some changes do you want to stay for the kids that's not a good idea kids can sense they're very smart little creatures they're just little short human beings who don't have quite all of the logic and coping skills that we have but they can feel they can pick up on feelings they know they can read your face they can tell if you're sad it's toxic to stay in a bad relationship for the sake of the children Children will be happier and they'll have a more healthy idea of what a good relationship looks like if you leave the bad relationship. Because we do, if you think back to your childhood and, you know, maybe you had a dad who yelled at everybody and spanked everybody all the time for looking at him or for walking through the room in front of the TV and it's kind of abusive and you grow up and you find yourself with a man who yells and wants to smack people if he doesn't get his way. And you think, how did I get here? We, we end up choosing people who remind us of our parents and we base our beliefs on relationships, on which boundaries we will enforce and which ones we will allow to be trampled. We base that on how did our parents handle their relationship. So we end up seeking it out subconsciously and it's almost like a traumatic replay of something that we've been through and we're trying to make the outcome different and it's not going to work it's not healthy Um, you need to see a therapist you need to learn some tools 
to make changes in your life and understand what's healthy and what's not healthy. And don't feel bad because we're not taught these things in school. We, we don't learn about relationships and boundaries and all of that in school. So it's important to understand those things. We'll get more into that. But the person doesn't match your list, right? And you know that you're not happy. You're pretty sure the other person isn't happy. So now what? It's time to end the relationship. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, thank you for hanging in there. So it's time to break up. There are a few ways to do it. You can sit down with the other person and say, I say this with love and respect, that I feel unhappy in this relationship, and I assume you do too. Am I right? And we have tried to make it work our communication isn't very good I just feel like um, it's time for us to end this and move on so the other person might you know cry and say no no I'll change I swear but honestly people are who they are and some people do make positive changes and it's lasting And those are the people that love you so much that they're willing to do anything to keep you in their life. But the majority of the time, it's not a Hollywood romantic movie like that, okay? It's not realistic. The majority of the time, people will make temporary changes. For example, if you say, I need better communication from you in order to feel reassured in this relationship because when you stonewall me all the time I'm left to make assumptions and they're usually negative so then I'm left just kind of feeling defeated because I don't know how you feel or where you stand because you won't talk to me and then you come to the point where you say okay it's time to walk away so you say okay it's you know I'm not happy you're not happy let's end this relationship I would like to do it peacefully if possible without all the fighting in respect for the love that we do have Um, but I think it's time that we both walk away from this because it's a sinking ship and the other person cries and says no 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 I promise I'll change I promise I'll communicate with you more I'll you know and then you You feel that pain in your heart. Oh, I don't want to break this person's heart, you know. I don't want to break my own heart. Okay, okay, let's let's make a go of it. Let's try again, right? So you try again, and for the first couple weeks, maybe for a month, this person is up front looking at you, making good eye contact, They're trying to express their feelings. They're listening. They seem to be listening. And then 
once you get comfortable with that change in them and you say, okay, cool, you know what, this might work out. I see that this person is is making the effort. They really do love me. This is cool. And then when the other person realizes that they've got you again, hook, line, and sinker, and that you're comfortable again, they start to slack. They start to withdraw. And they start to revert back to their old habits. And it's not necessarily that they're purposely doing that. Oh, I've got her now. Uh, I don't have to do this anymore. It's it's not necessarily a conscious thought. It's they just revert back to their old self. And change is hard. Change is very hard. And then you're left disappointed thinking, man, why didn't I just end it? <laughs> so make a clean break. Sometimes all you need to say is, hey, I'm not happy in this relationship. Um, I would like to go ahead and end it. And I wish you the best. I have no hard feelings. And they might hate you for it. That's okay, too. They might not want to be friends after the fact. And that's okay, too. But you owe it to yourself to be happy. You get this one life. And it's a short life. You know... It seems, some days seem like they take forever, but if you really step back and take a look, our lifespan isn't really that long. So if we're living our life in accordance with what other people expect of us or what other people want or think we should do, and we're worried about everybody else's opinion and not hurting this person or that person, and you're sacrificing yourself, in the end, on your dying day, you will probably have quite a few regrets. And who wants to go out like that? You want to go out, like, laughing and saying, that was fun, you know, I had a good life. You don't want to leave saying, I wish I had left that person and taken a different path in life. I bet it would have been better. So don't waste your precious time. Don't waste your precious time in bad relationships. If you're not happy, get the hell out of there and tell the person I'm not happy. If they want to know why, sometimes it's fair to say, you know, um, I felt like our communication was awful (laughs) and I always feel alone even though I'm sitting next to you. And I I take responsibility for my part in the relationship. You know, the times I screamed and yelled and all that out of frustration, that was wrong of me. Maybe when I broke something of yours out of frustration, that was very wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Um, It seems like we brought out the worst in each other, and it was toxic. So you could let them know if they ask. But if they don't ask, don't go into a long list of why. Just say, I'm not happy, and I think we both deserve to be happy. So I'm ending our relationship. And then, you know, be as peaceful as possible. Don't be mean. Don't be nasty. There's no need for that. If, you know, again, if you're somebody who's abusive, you have to kind of be sneaky. You have to you have to set up a safety plan. You have to give yourself a timeline. You have to be subtle. And it's probably best to get the heck out of there while they're at work or gone somewhere. 
so that you don't have them confront you in an abusive manner and um, possibly hurt you emotionally or physically. So with an abusive person, you need to be a little more stealthy. And I will um, talk more about that in future episodes. If you're unsure if you're in an abusive relationship, go listen to the episodes on narcissism. And you will know for a fact by the end of that if you are or not. Okay, so breaking up. When you are done breaking up with somebody and you have moved on, it's uh, quite probable that you're going to feel empty and sad and alone and you'll begin the stages of grief. And in those stages of grief, you're going to jump around. You're going to jump around from anger to sadness to shock to acceptance to, you know, from day to day. There's no perfect order anybody goes in when it comes to the stages of grief. Everybody's different, and that's perfectly okay. You will find yourself ruminating thinking over and over this continuous loop about the other person. Are they dating somebody else already? Did they ever really love you? Did you Were you wrong to break up with them and walk away? Um, you're going to have a lot of questioning going on, a lot of self-doubt. You'll probably have some self-esteem and self-confidence problems. Was I not attractive enough? Is it because I gained weight? Is it... Is it something I did wrong in the bedroom? Was it because I didn't make enough money? Why did this person not love me? Why? Okay, so when you find yourself in this state after a breakup, it's important to use thought stopping. It's important to schedule yourself a worry hour each week. You, you need to be able to have a list of five alternative actions. So when you find yourself sinking into that spiral of post-breakup depression, have a list of five healthy coping skills that you can choose from. Perhaps you will take a walk, or maybe you will go take a drive and blast some really good music and sing along at the top of your lungs while you're driving Maybe you'll phone a friend and go have coffee and focus on your friend. What have you been up to? How have you been? How are your kids? Um, Focus on them. Be positive. Maybe you will read a book. Maybe you'll listen to my podcast. Maybe, you know, there. give yourself a list of things to do. Think about things that you enjoy and get lost in that are awesome, like... For myself, I like to grab a canvas and start painting, and I'll have no direction in where I'm going. I'll just start slapping paint on the canvas, and it becomes whatever it becomes. And um, some people love to engage in art like that. Some people like to make jewelry. Think about things you've always wanted to do but never tried. You know, maybe you want to go and play laser tag, and you were afraid... Oh, I'm too old for that. It's immature. No, it's not. Go do it. Maybe you wanted to try skydiving. I know I wouldn't do that, but some people want to. <laughs> um, maybe maybe you've always wanted to learn line dancing or something. So give yourself a list of things to try and a list of things to do that are healthy. 
Avoid excessive alcohol use. Avoid stress eating. If you find yourself with a giant bowl of macaroni and cheese and you're crying, put the mac and cheese away and go get your list. (coughs) Excuse me. Limit your alcoholic intake. If you go out with friends to do a wine tasting, just taste it. Don't drink the whole glass. If <coughs> if you find yourself sitting alone and crying, you need to be surrounded by people who are uplifting and positive. Call your support team. Um, give your therapist a message and ask if you can have a session that day. Do whatever it takes. And then give yourself that one hour per week. Like, let's say, on Friday at 12, I am going to sit and worry and write out all my questions about this relationship. And I'm going to let myself cry and feel upset and wonder if he's dating somebody and all that. But during the week, when those thoughts creep in, You tell yourself, no, my worry day is Friday at 1 or at noon. So, where's my list of alternative actions? I'm going to do something else right now. I will get to this when when it comes to my day on Friday, right? And then the more you use that alternative list and the more you stay around positive, uplifting people, the more you're going to find that on Friday... When your worry hour approaches and you sit down and say, okay, here I am. I'm going to worry about if he's dating somebody. I'm going to worry about if he ever loved me. You're going to start to find that you're going to sit down to do that and say, ah, this sucks. I don't want to do this. I've got better things to do. So give yourself, allow yourself to have that time. But pretty, pretty soon you're not going to want that time. You're going to find that Life is better without using your time for that kind of stuff. So that's one alternative post-breakup to help you get through it. Another is exercise. Whether it's taking a walk every day for 30 minutes or a spinning class or yoga or weightlifting, swimming, hiking, whatever type of exercise you want to engage in that is safe and healthy and always ask your doctor before starting a new routine Um, but get active stay active Um, if your if your ex calls you and says I miss you can we please get together and talk it's probably best to not do that and definitely do not troll their social media Delete them from your friends list. And if you have mutual friends, please set a boundary with them and let them know that you don't want to hear about what he or she is doing. You're moving on. Please keep that to yourself. Thank you very much. Don't get drunk. This is why you have to limit your alcohol. If you drink too much and then you're sitting there alone, You're going to pick up your phone. You're going to text or call. You're going to leave desperate messages. You might start trolling their social media. Don't do it. Don't do it. You you need to avoid that until you are completely over the relationship. 
another thing to avoid is immediately jumping into a new relationship. This is toxic. This means that you're still basing your value and worth on somebody else's opinion of how attractive you are and if they fall in love with you quick and all these things you're basing you're still not healthy you have not taken the time to get your ex's energy and beliefs and all of those things off of you and make yourself whole again if you jump into another relationship so you will end up punishing this person for what your ex did to you and you may do it uh, subconsciously you will end up with expectations on this new partner that are probably unrealistic like well my ex wouldn't sit and communicate with me so this guy's gonna do it you know um your have you seen the movie um runaway bride if you have not seen that movie um there's a scene in there where okay julia roberts her character gets engaged over and over and every time they get to the altar she wears tennis shoes under her wedding dress and she books it she runs like she cannot commit she can't go through with it she runs and she's done it to almost every man in her hometown like she she'll leave one at the altar he'll hate her forever and then she'll meet somebody else and so this reporter gets wind of this that this lady in this small town is uh, deemed the runaway bride and he goes to this town Richard Gere I believe is is the reporter he comes to town to meet her and he wants to do a story on her and the two of them start to get pretty close and there's a scene where he looks at her and he says you don't even know yourself how do you like your eggs and she said what and he goes how do you like your eggs and she goes i don't know and he said because i interviewed all of these men you left at the altar and they all had a different answer and it just so happened to be the way they liked their eggs so if john liked his eggs scrambled so did you and this other guy liked his over easy and so did you so have you ever once taken the time to get to know yourself and figure out how you like your eggs and she was angry at him and told him he didn't know what he was talking about and then she went and bought a whole bunch of eggs and went home and cooked them in every possible way that you can cook eggs and she had them <laughs> lined out on the counter and she was trying each one so she could decide how she liked her eggs this is a great example of what you need to do after you end a relationship it's time to get to know yourself again you have this other person's energy clinging to you and you have merged your life and their life into one life so their values became your values how they cook their eggs is how you wanted to cook your eggs everything merged and and you kind of lost yourself and that's another part of feeling lost and alone and that's another part of your self esteem lacking terribly so it's time to figure out how you like your eggs it's time to build yourself back up and it's important you build yourself back up by yourself because if you build yourself up nobody can tear you down again you've allowed other people to build you up and in turn they can tear you down just as quick so it's important that you build yourself work on your self esteem work on your confidence get to know 
who you are, what do you value, what are your boundaries, what are your goals and dreams in life, what do you want in a partner. Raise your standards and settle for no less than what you deserve. I hope that this was helpful. Breaking up sucks. Breaking up hurts. The pain will eventually go away. But it's going to take a lot of work from you. If you have been in a relationship for two years, three years, five years, ten years, it's important that you stay single for at least a year so that you can work on yourself. You can go and have friends. You can have, if you want to, you can go have a one-night stand. But be clear with the person. Don't lie. And please be safe. Use protection. You know, people need physical touch and affection. I get it. You can go dancing. You can... Maybe you want to be celibate for a year and save yourself for love. Some people really value that type of integrity in themselves. Maybe that's not such a big deal to you. A lot of people, it's very common when you break up with somebody, you go have sex with 20 people. <laughs> that old adage of getting under someone else gets you over the last one. And that works for some people. But that's fine. No judgment. But please stay single for at least a year. Work on you. Build yourself up. Make yourself whole. And when you're not looking and when you least expect it, your match, your equal, your twin flame will walk up and bump right into you. And you'll be surprised because you'll be so happy with your life that you don't care if you have anyone or not, you're comfortable being alone. You need to get to that place where I'm comfortable being alone with myself. I'm a cool person. I like myself. When you get to that place, when you have rebuilt yourself and you've built the life that you want and you're happy, then you're ready to share your life with another person who is also whole. You'll want to avoid broken people. When you look at somebody and you think all they need is love and they will be so happy and I, I'm going to give it to them. That's not healthy. That is not healthy. When you look at somebody and tell yourself, I can fix him. I can fix her. They're a little damaged, but you know, I see their potential and I know just what to do. No, no, no. Don't go there because you know what? You're trying to fix yourself through fixing somebody else, which means you're not ready. You're not whole. So I hope this was helpful. Breaking up is hard to do. I know. Um, if you need extra support on this, if you have questions, comments, feedback, let me know. And please favorite or subscribe or heart my channel, whichever uh, venue you're listening to it on. And share, share it if you find it helpful, share it if you know somebody who might need this, and make good choices, and I hope that you will use your therapy tools every single day to create the life you want, because you are worth it. Till next time. Mm -hmm.